Car Superstar, talking to you wherever you are. Produced by Christopher Fletcher, audio from FLA Beats. And this show is brought to you by the Electrification Nation. Christopher Fletcher, hit up that sweet beat behind my voice. All right. We're going to go through our social media sites today and uh, comment, reply to a few of the comments that are on there. You know, talk about the guys out there sharing the show, pushing the show forward. We'll go through uh, Facebook and Twitter, and we're going to start this right now. On Facebook, we got a couple things going on here. Uh, Chris Bloom, Africa Electric Car, if you guys can check that out on Facebook. Like page, read the stuff on there. Always got great stuff. Always wanted to plug the guy because the guy does a lot. It's got a lot of comments here that um, I'm going to actually read and reply. That's what we're going to do today. We got our show here, Podcast 158. Elon Musk says Tesla is making progress on this electric semi-truck. And Chris Bloom says, I haven't had a chance to listen to this episode yet. I have, however, seen Musk comments reported on other sites and the typical deluge of comments on those posts proclaiming it's not practical to have an electric truck. Of course, Elon Musk and Tesla will prove them wrong as they have done with past projects. That's the thing I love about him. Nothing is impossible. Um, me and my, me and my buddy, uh, producer Chris Fletcher here, we kind of talk about Elon Musk a little bit. And we sort of categorize him as a, a creator. He is a person that he sets his mind on something and he, he holds on to that vision and he creates it. So the fact that Elon Musk says there's going to be an electric semi-truck and it's in the works, doesn't matter what they say. Chris Bloom is absolutely right here. Doesn't matter what the people think, that it's impossible. You know, Elon Musk is the man. He's one of these guys that could make something like this possible. All right, we're going to move on here to our next episode. Uh, we got podcast episode 157, Cape Town to acquire 10 electric buses in R126M deal. We got a couple comments on this one. Actually, it's uh, Chris Bloom. I like the comments you added after the article pointed out some positive aspects, which hadn't occurred to me. I'm hoping we'll get something similar the other side of the country where I am. Durban. Well, it's true. I mean, uh, what I covered in this article was the fact that China's got something good going on here with their uh, program there. BYD is going to set up shop in some in, in a bunch of places, and they're going to build these buses in, in these localities. I agree. I mean, that's a genius idea for them. I'm, I'm hoping it sort of that kind of structure for electric vehicles, especially the larger vehicles, um, I hope that happens throughout the world. Not only BYD, but you know Nissan, Ford, Chevy. You know, if if they're going to expand their their market, the electric vehicle is it, it, is going to be one of those things that they can just build these things all over the world, bring it to their towns. And just send the parts there. Make the parts locally. 
send the parts there, have them assembled there so that there's a sense of pride in your product in that town. I, 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 this could be something that will start happening if we move into this global economy thing that, that seems like we're uh, moving to. So yeah, BYD, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we like it here. Uh, we got episode 156. First Chevy Bolt EV electric car delivered to Canadian buyer. We got our uh, friends up there in the north. Be the north. Got a couple things here. We got uh, Chris Bloom thanking us for the shout out. You got you got it, Chris Bloom. We probably mention you every episode and deservedly so. You're pretty active electrification nation person, electrification nation member. You got your thing going on over there. You know, we, we push each other. We support each other. That's what we do. Um, thanks once again for the shout out. Then we got uh, Donna Roberts, Crestillo, Atia. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Says here, I've been struggling with which EV to buy. I'm getting closer to um, it being a Tesla Model 3. Geosol EV or Volt at this point. I might do one of your other followers did and purchase a used Volt now. Put $1,000 down on a Tesla and use the Volt until then. I chimed in a little bit. I'm not going to read what I said. Because uh, I could explain it easier here on the podcast. When you go out to buy any car, ICE, whatever, and you're, you're doing like a lease option. And right now, Donna here is is, is trying to weigh in her options. Yeah, and I'm, after this, I kind of mentioned leasing because um, depending on your daily mile usage, it might be smarter to just lease a car, get that low lease payment as low as you can get it. On, on any of these electric cars because your your lease limit is going to be way less than any range that any electric car has on the road right now. BMW i3, perfect car to get. I mean, it's got a range of 80 miles, 100 something, I guess, with the, with the range extender. It's a BMW. It's a nice car. I mean, if, if your commute isn't that much anyway, you can get away with a lease and you can be leasing an electric car. At least you'll be cutting out the fuel costs of the lease agreement or the lease thing. So I will look into that. I read the, I, I reread the thing and I guess you're in a position to buy. If you're in a position to buy, yes, you know, uh, use Bolt right now and a thousand dollar deposit on a Tesla will probably be the best deal. The Chevy Bolt, too, is not, I mean, that is not, for the price, it, it's not a bad EV right now. It's probably the best EV per dollar on the market right now if you're within that purchasing range. Now, the best EV car you can get is still the Tesla, any Tesla, any of the two Teslas, I mean, the Model X or the Model S, depending on what you're looking for. I mean, those, those two cars are still the best electric cars to get but you're going to pay for that the best ev right now per for for your dollar for your buck is the bolt so if a bolt is available in your area go out try it out thank you for uh leaving a message here on uh, on the facebook page donna and uh welcome to the electrification nation hopefully you continue to listen to the show and enjoy what we're doing here podcast 154 Tesla announces Model S 100D with 335-mile range. Got a few comments here. This was about it's Chris Bloom. I'm going to read a second comment here because it's, it's more relevant to uh, 
what we talked about. Um, he says, Fuji is actually still flourishing photographic company. The company I work for uses Fuji photo printers, paper, and chemicals. We also sell Fuji cameras, which are nowadays a bit of a niche product aimed at the serious amateur professional photographer. I can see your point though. They don't have the same market exposure as they had when they sold film. And as more people rely on their phones for photography, dedicated camera manufacturers move further from the general public's conscience. It's a great point too. When I was trying to talk about Fuji and Kodak, if you go back in time before digital cameras, before cameras were on everybody's phone, way before, you know, they were huge, huge companies. Huge. I mean, they were everywhere. You couldn't, you couldn't tour anywhere without seeing Fuji and Kodak everywhere. They, they were the two photographic competing companies. They were giants. And nowadays, they're not. They're not the, the same companies that they were back then. They're a shell of themselves. And I believe that this was because they did not embrace digital technology. They did not embrace digital cameras. And when they attempted it, they failed because they were late to the show and the people that were there before them had already created their third, fourth generation digital cameras. So they were way ahead of the curve. So when I made the comparison in the article, in the thing, and I do this I do this every now and then, I, I'm, I'm comparing the current ICE market right now. They seem to be slow go on pushing forward on electrification. And I'm telling them I'm telling Ford, GM, Toyota, Mazda, whoever, Kia, whoever you want to throw in there. These giant ICE companies that are making more cars per year combined than the growth of the population. These are the people that I'm saying, hey, don't be late to the game. Don't think that electric cars are a flash in the pan. They're better technology than ICE vehicles. And once people realize this, it's, it's, it's going to be a hard pill to swallow when you try to compete with the people that are out there making their electric car brand, like Tesla, better and better each year. All right. I appreciate you, Chris Moom, again. And probably going to mention you about a thousand times today because you're out there pushing the show like, like I asked, like I say. You know, the show's on the rise, and it's all you guys. Theme of the show today. We got to jump over to, to Twitter here. And uh, Twitter's going to take me a while because we've had some great activity on Twitter. Um, I'm going to try and go back as as, uh, as far as I can right here. Now we're going to go ahead and uh, rock out what I like to call our Twitter storm. Plenty of activity on Twitter. You, you guys are actually moving the needle there. Moving, pushing the show way, way up. Um, a ton of things here. A lot of people, a lot of new people following us, which is uh, what we appreciate. We're going to start here with Evelyn Abitol, Abitball. I'm sorry if I'm torturing your name there. Uh, feel free to send us a message <laughs> to let me know that I'm, I'm tearing it up. Evelyn Abitball and John Truckenbrod started following us. Thank you for uh, joining us and becoming a part of the Electrification Nation. We got um, Rogue Amp 66 
talking about uh, legislation here on uh, podcast episode 152 is about Quebec's electric law sparking concern with the automotive industry. He said the legislation is overdue. Great to see people looking forward. Well done. Uh, Philip Salon and Rogue 60 Amp 66 liked our tweet podcast 152. Philip Salon talking about um, the same article, the Quebec electric law, you know, sparking concern with the automotive industry. He says, uh, you know, he says it's great news. Just imagine what great things will come from this. Uh, th- th- it was great news. That whole Quebec thing where they're pushing the industry to create more electric cars. You know, th- that's what we need. We-, we need stuff like that because the ICE industry is not going to do it on their own. David Tosh and Waterloo Region Eva liked our tweet, which is the same one. It's like that Quebec show really uh, stirred things up. Great to hear. I should do uh, more stuff on the uh, Great White North up here. Uh, Philip Salam and World Amp 66 liked our tweet. Arnie goes electric and converted Mercedes G Wagon. That was actually a cool episode. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is doing his thing, and uh, I agree. A conversion is going to be one of the things that we need to step up our game in. Uh, more companies need to go into this because there's way too many ICE cars out there and I believe once we get some good conversion companies out there we're going to see a a, a huge turn in this because people are going to see the benefits of electrification and they're going to see that car in their driveway and they're going to be like well maybe if I electrify this instead of going out and buying a whole new car that's electric action complete and Phyllis Milan started following me Thank you. Welcome to the Electrification Nation. Uh, Chris Bloom retweeted our tweet podcast episode 153. Same one. Arnie goes electric and converted Mercedes G-Wagon. Chris Bloom retweeted another tweet, another show, uh, podcast 154. Guys pushing the show, moving the needle. You love it. Rogue Ant 66. Not to be outdone, the number one Volt seller in Canada at Borgio's Wardon got a Chevy Volt today. I think that's one of the episodes... Something that I retweeted, Rogan um, retweeted my retweet, the same retweet. Uh, RF Glover retweeted our tweet, Podcast 154. We're canceling 1.6 billion Mexico uh, facility, investing in electric and U.S. plant. Uh, kind of hit on that. Uh, I like that because, um, you know, we, we need electric cars here. We want them made here. And Ford, Ford is actually stepping up their game. Here goes my uh, Ford plug here for that nice electric Ford F-150E that I'll be driving one day. Thomas J. Thias liked our treat. That's our same one from Quebec. Gotta go back and listen to that one because it sounds like a lot of people kind of enjoyed that Quebec electric vehicle law. Thomas J. Thai liked another one of our tweets which is uh, Podcast 151. China-Europe drives shift to electric cars as U.S. lags. That was a show, I believe, was read by Chris Bloom. Check that out, guys. Uh, 151. Tom retweeted our, our retweet about the Chevy Bolt arriving in Canada. Tom, that's the designer. He redesigned our logo. If you guys see our logo and how crisp it looks, um, you kind of change it up on the website and on the podcast. That was Tom. That, that, that check came out. That's... Uh, Tom underscore UK underscore designer. He's a digital and print designer. Check him out if you need anything done. 
throw some love his way. I mean, he does a lot for us, and we appreciate him. We got Tom liking three of our tweets. He, he hit up all three episodes. Uh, Solify and Thomas J. Thias retweeted our 151 show. Uh, Philip Salam retweeted one of our retweets. Uh, Joe Weinfein becomes the first Canadian to purchase a Chevy Bolt at D. Meyer Chevy in Toronto, Ontario. I remember that article. That was a pretty cool article. Uh, Philip Salon liked, um, liked this. And one more treat is uh, at Renewables are now the first choice option for expanding, upgrading, and modernizing at power systems worldwide. Uh, Cynthia Johnson followed us. Welcome to the Electrification Nation, Cynthia. Uh, Solify retweeted our 151 show, probably one of our most popular shows right now, as I can see on this. Podcast 155 VW will introduce heads-up display with augmented reality in its upcoming electric vehicle. Uh, Chris Bloom, Tom, and Philip Salam, all three of them like this. Thank you, guys. Chris Bloom retweeted our 156 show. Aaron Elder, Tom, Rogue Amp 66, and Philip Salam, all for you guys. Uh, liked and retweeted our podcast 155 about VW. Same, um, same article. Waterloo Region Volt EC kind of threw some love at me. Says the Electric Car Superstar podcast about the first Canadian Chevy Bolt sold. XRG Energy followed me. Thank you. Welcome to the Electrification Nation. Reedy also retweeted one of our retweets about Joe Weinfein becoming the first Canadian to purchase the Chevy Bolt. Chris Bloom retweeted our tweet podcast 157. Cape Town to acquire 10 electric buses in R126M deal. Uh, that's an episode that Chris Bloom blessed us with. It's a great episode. Elon Musk says Tesla is making progress on his electric semi-trucks. Kind of covered that earlier in, the, in this show. Let's go check that out. Tom talking about the Regan. He goes, out electric star. Regarding... Regan on trailers may be wrong, but master trailer will still act on cars regen mode, I believe. Yeah, I was throwing out some ideas out there about regen on the actual trailer. Rogue Amp 66 and Philip Salon liked our tweet, podcast 159. Leonardo DiCaprio is new brand ambassador for BYD's electric vehicle, which is kind of cool. That article was actually the second article that we've done on BYD. Didn't hear much about BYD. They've been around, I guess. But this is the first two articles, actually, that I've done on them that I could recall. We're we're almost at 160. I think this is our 160th episode. So, I mean, we're we're out there. Chris Bloom retweeted our podcast episode 159. And we got Mary Newlands and Sustainable Energy following us. Welcome to the Electrification Nation. All right, so... That covers it for Twitter and Facebook. We haven't done much with Pinterest, and we apologize to everyone out there in the Pinterest realm. We do love you guys. We'll probably dedicate a show when we get a lot, because you guys, the numbers on that are pretty awesome, too. I mean, all three social media sites are doing their thing. Now, the one thing I want to cover today, and I'm doing this at the end of the show, because um, Chris brought it to my attention. I, I ask you guys to go on uh, iTunes and leave us a positive review because it helps bring up the show in the rankings so that other electric car enthusiasts can find us easily, more easily on iTunes. 
And uh, there were two. We got we got a couple of uh, iTunes ratings. They were high. We got two ones, which is fine. This is this is what we do. You know, we appreciate all input. This uh, gentleman here. Um, I don't know if he left his name on here. Belopri left us uh, one star. He goes, uh, he really wanted to like it. Because he really wanted to, but I couldn't. Just reading what other people write is in a podcast. The creator needs to put more effort into the episodes. When I first started this, I'm a fan of podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts all my life. Well, not all my life. Jesus, I'd say that all my life. I've been listening to podcasts for a while. Probably about 10 years. Seems like all my life. But, you know, the reason why I chose this format was because it's a format. I love electric cars. I don't know everything about electric cars, but I know a lot. I wanted to share what I know with everyone out there. But I also wanted to put out there positive articles that I find on the internet that I don't feel are getting out there. They're not. It's not out there enough. So when I started this podcast, I said, listen, I'm going to read an article. I'm going to read an article that I find online that's positive, and then I'm going to comment on it. That's been the article form. That's been the podcast format since day one, and I'm going to maintain it. I appreciate the input from Velopri. Uh, um, sorry you didn't like the show. There's a ton of people liking the show. They got to be because uh, our numbers are up there. You want everyone to love the podcast, but you can't have everyone love the podcast because, you know, there's got to be all kinds of feedback out there. So I appreciate you, Philopri, for, you know, leaving us this this review, even though it was a one. Negative review, positive review, whatever you guys want to put up there, put it up there for the Electrification Nation, for the Electric Car Superstar. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. I'm going to take it to heart, whether it be good or bad. And... I'm just going to throw it out there. Then we got another one here. Second uh, negative review. Uh, we got a one from Dale Redcorn. And said it was annoying. Just fine. I mean, first one was on July 5th, 2016. Uh, that was quite a while ago. Then we got another one from September 30th, 2016. So these are, these are from some of our older episodes probably. But it's still good. It's still good to get any kind of feedback we can for you guys. We appreciate it all. So Dale Redcorn says there's some good content, but a lot of unnecessary chat. He needs to he needs a partner to banter with. However, the thing that makes the podcast unlistenable is the background electronic music during the entire program. I want to like it. I just can't. Now, you know, that's the other thing about what we're doing here. I love the I love the format. As far as the music in the background behind my voice that's the sweet beat behind my voice FLX Beats we chose to do this venture for one because I love electric cars I love talking about them I like finding out new things about electric cars so reading the articles helps me find out new things like I didn't even know what was going on with BYD, but because of the show I learned it and I threw it out there for the Electrification Nation to learn it having someone to banter with Stuff like that, that, that's ideal. It really is. Uh, he is completely right on that avenue because I would love to have someone to banter with. I would love to have a show partner. My job and the fact that we want to get three 
shows out a week makes it really hard to coordinate with another individual, you know, to get the timing right. Because we work in, in, in a job where you have to work till the job is done. I don't, I don't, I got to go into work at a set time, but the time that I got out is, is never set. So to have an established partner that I could co-host with is, you know, it's just pretty hard to do. You know, not that I haven't tried, because I do understand what he's talking about. Having someone to banter with, someone to throw ideas back and forth with, someone to challenge what I'm saying, it, it would be perfect in my view, in my eyes. But I'm the electric car superstar. That's all we got right now. And that's all we're going to do. The background electronic music is not going to go away. I love it. I, I really do. I, I love the sweet beat behind my voice. There were a couple episodes back then when he wrote this where the music behind my voice was a little bit louder than I would like. And Chris Fletcher listened and he toned the beat behind my voice down. But the beat's not going to go anywhere. The beat's there for a reason. Um, I'm giving FLX Beats the exposure it deserves. It's great music. It needs to be out there. And what better way than a podcast? You know, the, you know, I, I'm I'm hoping that we start a trend and more people get it's like beat makers behind their voices for their podcast. You know, preferably I feel like beats because um, that beats awesome. So that this is it right here. Um, I close it out with a couple of negative reviews that were left on iTunes. They were left a long time ago. So. You know, if you guys are out there and you guys use iTunes at all, you have an Apple phone or Apple product, go ahead and go on uh, iTunes and leave us a review. I'm going to ask you for a positive review because if you've listened this far, you got to like the show for, at, at, at some point. But you know what? As you can see, two negative reviews. I read them anyway, threw them out there. There's no hate for the haters. I mean, any kind of feedback helps, you know, whether whether I listen to the feedback, whether I do what you guys want me to do is enough. It's another story, but it helps. It really does. So thank you guys for leaving those iTunes reviews. Thanks everyone on our social media sites, Facebook, Pinterest and Twitter. Uh, we're going to take care of that Pinterest stuff. Trust me. And I'm going to close it out right here. We've got a long episode. Uh, you guys have a great weekend. Hope you guys had a great Friday. Make sure you guys send us your Electrification Nation number. You know, the people that have been listening to the show know what I'm talking about. It's a game we play. Because that's what we want to do. Read articles. Talk shit about them. I am the electric car superstar. You guys out there pushing the show, moving the show forward are the Electrification Nation. The sweet beat behind my voice is FLF Beats. And the man making me sound great playing podcast producer, Christopher Fletcher. And we are out.